Welcome to 365 Christian Men, where every day we aim to inspire and encourage with real-life stories about men. November 9th, William Bradford. In England, in the early 17th century, a group of people longed to be free from government-controlled religion and to serve God from their hearts. They were called separatists. They endured terrible persecution, and they refused to give up. But when their young people started to be drawn away by the people in Holland, Bradford warned that their children were being ruined by evil example into extravagance and dangerous courses. Under Bradford's leadership, they decided to relocate to a place where the government did not control religion. The Mayflower was a merchant ship that usually carried wine and dry goods for sale. But now, 120 people set sail from a southern port in England. For 66 days, they sailed through rough and calm. On this date, in 1620, from the ship, Bradford first sighted the coast of the New World. He founded the Plymouth Colony and governed it for the next 30 years. Storms may rage, but a man of faith with a grateful heart can be at peace. Off the coast of New England, the Mayflower pitched in the storm-whipped sea, and the weary pilgrims had to find a place to settle before winter landed on them. So in a small vessel, they sent a party of brave men into the driving sleet to scout the coastline. By mid-afternoon, no safe haven had been discovered, and William Bradford prayed again for God's direction. Hunkering down, he met the solemn gaze of his cold, red-faced fellow travelers. Responsibility for those huddled on the Mayflower weighed heavily upon him. He wiggled stiff fingers and toes to warm them and reminded himself that God controls everything. Then, with a sudden crack, the rudder broke. The boat pitched. It was all the two men at the oars could do to steer the rolling boat. Waves swelled and the wind intensified. William's attention turned from finding a new home to just surviving. He was struggling to fight the fear. Another storm was coming, but it was another opportunity to find God faithful. The sun was hidden by dense clouds and the deepening gloom warned night was near. The worried crew cast sails to outrun the dark, but a roaring gust shattered the mast and the sails crashed overboard. William's prayers matched his breaths. He asked himself, if their lives were lost, what would become of those waiting aboard the Mayflower? He shook off the thought. About with her, if you are men, cried the seaman. Row lustfully. We'll find one place or another where we might ride in safety. The oarsmen put their backs into it. When finally William spotted safe harbor, he quietly thanked God. It was completely dark now. The vessel bobbed in the sleeting rain, safe in the shelter of land. Soaked, cold, and exhausted, William would finally be able to sleep. About midnight, the wind shifted to the northwest and froze hard. He prayed that God would sustain them. Finally, the sun rose. They had landed on an island. With barely veiled emotion, William thanked God for his manifold deliverances. God, as he usually did for his children, gave them a morning of comfort and refreshing. They rested for the Sabbath and then sounded the harbor. It was safe. When they reached the mainland, William discovered abandoned cornfields and little running brooks. 
praise God. When the party returned to the ship, there was great rejoicing on the Mayflower. Soon it docked in the newly discovered harbor and the pilgrims stepped off onto solid ground. There were no friends to welcome or inns to refresh their weather-beaten bodies, no houses, much less towns. But the pilgrims, being thus arrived in good harbor and brought safe to land, fell upon their knees and blessed God. He had brought them over a vast and furious ocean and delivered them from perils and miseries. William later wrote these words, In wilderness he did me guide, and in strange lands for me provide. In fears and wants, through weal and woe, a pilgrim passed I to and fro. Radford wrote in his journal that their children would one day talk about how their fathers had crossed a great ocean and were ready to perish in the wilderness, but were saved when they cried out to God. God heard their prayer and saw their adversities. William's words echoed those of the psalmist. Psalm 107 verse 6 says, Then they cried unto the Lord in their trouble, and he delivered them out of their distresses. Who do you cry out to during your life's storms? Storms may rage, but a man of faith with a grateful heart can be at peace. Thank you for listening to today's story. Every day of the year, our hope is to inspire you with real-life stories of faithful men who have gone before us. Hebrews 12.1 says, Therefore, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin that so easily ensnares us. Let us run with endurance the race that is set before us. Join us tomorrow for another story at 365christianmen.com.